Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Slash or Trash Podcast. I am your grape flavor aid lover, Sydney. <laughs> With me, as always, is Matt. Say hello, Matt. Hello, Sydney. Or hello, Matt. Well, one of us. Yeah, there you us. go. You'll, you'll figure it I out. I messed it up, yeah. It's because I've been drinking the flavor aid. It's got me all messed up in the yeah, head. Yeah, it, it tasted kind of funky. It did taste kind of funky. It tasted like um, old man finger mixing cyanide in it. That's what it tasted like. And where is that from? Um, it's lovely town. It's, uh, it's called uh, Jonestown, I think. It's this lovely yeah. place. Um, and they have these lovely people called the People's Temple. Yes, yes, they're wonderful, wonderful folk. Um, apparently, they have a lot of land available now. Yeah. Because something happened a long time ago. I don't know. I don't know. It's, but yeah. Yeah. So why are we talking about People's Temple? Oh, because uh, of the movies you selected this week. Oh yeah, we're huh? talking about cults, baby. A lot to do with cults. Cults, yeah. cults, cults. Cults and more cults, baby. I and, love cults. And not the Indianapolis cults either, but. Oh. Wait, that's what? Colts. What? What? Is that, that a sports reference? Indianapolis Colts. The, the Indianapolis Colts. Colts. Oh, C-O-L-T-S. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, is that a sports reference? I don't know. Yeah, it is, yeah. So wait, you don't know what the Colts? Sports. Wait. Colt. Colts? Colts. Colts. Like the occult. Occult. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like okay. Cult. Alright, I'll give you a different kind of cults. Right? Yeah. So, but we're talking cults this week. I like it. Bad, like bad it. cults. Well, they're not all bad. Well, I mean, the some... ones that we're talking about in this movie are pretty bad. Yeah. They were both, both of our movies. And if you didn't listen last week, uh, this week we're talking, we're slashing and trashing the Invitation released in 2015 because it's much better than the one that was released, released last year with the vampires. Is that what that, that one was, the vampire movie? Yeah, okay, yeah it was it's... called The Invitation too, and I was like, no, my, one of my favorites is called The Invitation, <laughs> no. No, you can't have that name. You can't have that name. But anyway, so we're slashing trash in The Invitation released in 2015 versus The Ritual released in 2017. So what did you think about the movies this week? Um, I liked them. They were okay. Uh, the invitation was a little bit slow for me. It was it was a slow burn. I understood that. I I I, I think it's because I didn't really like the characters. I mean, I didn't like the, I didn't like I liked the acting. I think the actors did a great job. I didn't like the characters of the show of the movie because they're all that sort of like that snooty Hollywood Hills type thing. Yeah, I was but like, that's. Eh. That's the whole Not thing behind group. it is that their group, all of their group, was the snooty what whatever, yeah. and then and then um, Will, we'll talk about in a little bit, the mm-hmm. main character, his son with his ex wife Eden, his son has an accident yeah. and dies. Will, Will is a he's hipster Jesus, right? Yes, that hipster is, Jesus. Yeah. And well, they have a son that dies, and so Will is still reeling in that trauma. Versus Eden is acting like everything's fine and dandy. Yeah. And one of the things I love most about this movie is just the underlying suspense of like you know something is going to happen, well, <laughs> but you can't you can't pinpoint on why it's making you so uncomfortable until the last. Well, it could be the fact that the guy every time he every time he opens the door he locks it back with a key and puts a key in his pocket. <laughs> Yeah, or the bars on the windows. Yeah, that uh, could be a thing too. But yeah. it, it was that was that's one of my favorite things about this movie is that it really has that underlying suspense of mm. of Will is saying like, oh, there's something wrong here, there's something wrong here. Everyone else is kind of like being how most of my friends would be being like, okay, just go along with it, whatever. I think I think they're kind of you know because it's a weird situation for him. It's his ex with her new hubby, and it's where his child died i mean it's it's like it's that whole twisted thing with him and they're all like well maybe he's going a little insane 
Yeah, possibly. saying that Will's yeah. the insane one. But it, it's just like a bunch of like a bunch of things that you see if you if you watch a movie you'll see it where it's just like a bunch of little things that you'll see that really don't make a whole lot of sense until the very end. Yeah. Then plus you invited John Carroll Lynch to the uh, Eastman. T- to, to the uh, Eastman. Eastman slash Twisty. Twisty the Clown, yeah. <laughs> anytime, anytime Twisty the Clown shows up, he was in uh, the first season of Big Sky. He was and really, he did such a good job. He was job. awesome. He was fantastic. I loved there. Big Sky that first season because he was like a true I didn't, crime I didn't feel. Watch, I didn't watch the, the second or third season. It had that true crime feel. And you know who was in Big Sky season two? Logan Marshall Green, who plays Will. Yes, he is. Yes, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I watched Big Sky Season 1, and I really liked it because it had that true crime feel of, like, the girls getting kidnapped for sex trafficking and yeah. stuff like that. And then the sheriff was the guy that was in charge of the whole ring or whatever mm-hmm. they were going into. Yeah. And then Season 2, it's like, okay, now what? <laughs> yeah, it kind, of, it kind of felt like you are kind of, like, let down. You are like, well, okay, well. All right, now what do we do? Yeah. So. But, anyway, so... Into, we're going to start off with The Invitation. Yay. Am I invited? Sure. Sweet. Sure. You and Sadie can hang out. Awesome. I'll bring my uh, my lantern so I can signal all the other... Oh. Bring all your friends? Yeah. All right. So, uh, The Invitation released 2015, directed by Karen Kusama, written by Phil Hay and Matt Manfredini, or Matt Ma- Manfredi, if I can speak, geez louise. Um, starring Logan Marshall Green, Tammy Blanchard, uh, Lindsay Burge, Michelle Krusik, Mike Doyle, John Carroll Lynch. Are you gonna name everybody? No, I was just I was just naming some people that were in this movie because oh. it's because this whole movie centers around this group of friends that have been friends for twenty plus years. Mm. So yeah, it's it. And that's all that it centers on. It doesn't have any, like, external people coming in or anything. No, it's just this established group. Right. And so, yeah, that's why I was naming all these right. people. Right. Well, I just gloss over. Uh, how do you think? Karen Kusama? Kusama. Kusama, yes. She directed uh, Girl Fight, which actually won Best Picture at Sundance. That was her, oh, great. And that was her debut film, so I did I did read that. So yeah. I, I did I did a little homework on this movie, you know? Yeah. Uh, this movie uh, released first at South By, and then had a theatrical release uh, in 2016. Um, the budget was $1 million and it made significantly under that at uh, $350,000. It's what we would call a flop. <laughs> yeah, it's a flop, but like, it's kind of an unjustified flop because it's yeah. a good movie. Well, and also it was li- it was it was released limitedly, so it wasn't it was like a worldwide yeah. release, and then it most was only and then US. most of it went right to digital. So yeah. it's it's not you know. Yeah, runtime is a hundred minutes, so it's not bad. I know, I know. It's I, good. I, it's not in that two hour. I like how you put that in front of me all the time. You're like the runtime is not that bad. Not it's that bad. Not that bad. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was. The, I, I think the main reason why didn't it get like so big at the box office, like you said, it was a limited release, yeah. and it was only released in the U.S. Yeah, and then it went to di- digital. Yes. So like, yeah, and it wasn't. A, it wasn't a superhero movie, so nobody was. Bet you, but when was this? 2016? Twenty sixteen. Twenty. Released first at South by. At yeah, that's, that's all. Twenty fifteen. That's all anybody was watching was superhero movies back then. So yeah, that yeah, was it. <laughs> yeah, but so all right, you want to get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so Will is in the car with his girlfriend, Kira, uh, heading to the Hollywood Hills, where his ex-wife, Eden, is hosting a dinner party with her new husband, David. Mm-hmm. Um, Will and Eden, it says later on, they got divorced because of the death of their son, yes. Ty. Yeah. Which Ty died at, I want to say it was his birthday party. They were playing with metal bats. 
mm-hmm. for some reason. Then one kid clocked Ty in the back of the head, cracked the skull, and killed him. Yep. That's what happened. And so after the divorce, Eden went to Mexico as like a grieving support group, and that's where she met David. Yes. Um, on their way there, they what was it they killed? They killed a coyote. Uh, yeah. They hit a coyote. coyote. Yeah, and he had, and then um, and Will we'll gets have to get out, out and actually kill it. Yeah, yeah they put it out of his misery. Yeah, they they hit it, and obviously the coyote's not gonna mm-hmm. make it because it's bleeding, and but the coyote's still alive, and so Will takes uh, what 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 is that? The, it was uh, the crowbar. Oh, not the crowbar. The, um, it's not tire tool. Tire, 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 tire iron. Tire iron. There we go. Yeah, tire tool. We call it tire tool here in Tennessee. Tire tool. Tire iron. You got that there, tire tool. Takes it and then just hits it in the head just to put it out of its misery, which yes. is symbolic. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Kind of. Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. We haven't gotten to the end of the movie yet, Sydney. I'm just saying it could possibly be foreshadowing. It could possibly be. All right. So uh, at their dinner party. We have Tommy, Miguel, mm-hmm. who's Tommy's boyfriend. Yep. Uh, ben, Claire, Gina, and Gina's boyfriend Choi, who's running late. Right. I was getting. I was looking at my list. I was like, "Did I get everybody?" Yeah, you got them. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Choi, Choi's running late. That's the whole thing behind it. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time this group has been together in over two years since the death of Ty. Yep. Uh, Eden then introduces Sadie, a girl she and David met in Mexico and is now living with them. Now, Sadie is eccentric. She doesn't stand out at all in this crowd, does she? She looks like she looks like the the runt of a coyote pack, kind of like hanging out in so, the corner with her ribs hanging out, and she's just like shaking. Like <laughs> when they first introduced her, I was like, "Oh God, this is like one of those menage a trois sister wives type thing." I was like, "Oh no," that's kind of what she had that that sort of that that I won't say homely look, but sort of a country esque look where it's like she definitely she looked like she doesn't if, belong in this she didn't belong in this she at all. looks like if baby firefly had an eating disorder yes, yes. <laughs> that's if very much yeah so. I don't it, you dare say that about sherry what are you crazy no I'm saying like ever said that about was sherry like skinny 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 I just call her sherry because we're on a first name basis yeah sherry moon I, I call see, her Sherry Moon. When I see her, I go, hi, Sherry. She goes, hi, whoever you are. <laughs> that's her That's her cute nickname for me is whoever you are. It's no, great. she go, She doesn't even do that. She goes, hey, you. <laughs> no, that's my line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so throughout the evening, Will wanders throughout his former home and notices that <laughs> Eden has that. been making some changes to the house. Of course. Which, I mean... But he's also been having like flashbacks of like whenever him and Eden were together and everyone mm. was happy and yay, you know... But also, Kira is a lot better looking than Eden. <laughs> I'm just going to oh, yeah. put that yeah, out there. Yeah, Kira is. And, and she seems to be a lot more stable, too. Yes, Kira is hot. Yeah. <laughs> I love Kira so much. But, um, yeah, so he's reliving these memories, and like it's of him and Eden in the bathtub and Ty walking in, which is kind of fucking weird. Yes, that <laughs> Whenever was weird. Ty walks in, and, he was, and he's and, just and, talking like it's chill. I know, and they're just like, oh, hey, buddy, hey. No, why don't you go back to bed? It's uh, me and mom are trying to get clean. It's like, it's like no, what is going on? That's one of those instances where I put myself in the in the shoes of this eight year old kid running in, and be like, "Hey, I'd ah! ah! like, be the first going. time you said a swear word in front of your parents. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, hit the fuck, oh god, damn it, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, um, so he's reliving all these memories, and the memory pops up of Eden's attempted suicide. Yes, at in the kitchen. Yes. 
so Will's in the kitchen. He's looking at the sink where she slit her wrists, and he's just like reliving this moment over and over. And then Eden cuts up behind him. And is like, oh, I'm I'm all better now. Everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And then Will's like, the fuck is wrong with you? Our son died. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> how are you not still grieving? And then Ben comes in. Ben is kind of the snarky, smartass of the group, yes. I'd say. Yeah. And he makes a comment toward Eden, and Eden <laughs> just slaps the shit out of him she and does, then gives him a hug. I was like, wow, hello. And then Ben's like, what the f- okay, okay. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was like, a joke. Yeah, was like, uh, what's happening here? Okay, well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Eden and David's friend Pruitt arrives. Pruitt is, of course, played by John Carroll Lynch. Uh, <laughs> John Carroll Lynch, I'm telling you, he's one of those guys. In any movie, I don't care what kind of role I love it is. him. Yeah, you're always watching him because something is going on. Yeah. You know something is happening. If he's in the movie, you're like, there's something up with this dude. Yeah. There's something Cause, up with this Because he, well, because I'm just going to do like a little John Carroll Lynch tangent right here. Is because like in movies like this and like in American Horror Story and stuff, you see him play like these really bad, bad, bad people. Mm-hmm. But then you turn around and you see him play lovable Eastman on The Walking Dead. Yes. Where he's pulling Morgan out of that clear headspace. The, the, cheer, the cheese maker. The cheese maker. Yes. Yeah, the cheese the cheese maker goat farmer. Yes. Yep. With Tabitha the goat. But, like, it, it just... He's another guy. He falls in the same line as Bill Mosley on underrated actors. Oh, yeah. In horror. Because he just does such a great job he in is, every yeah. character he does. Because he, he's this real likable... He's this real likable kind of golly gee whiz type thing going on but then you just you know there's something inside of that that's just dark especially in this movie oh yeah especially in this movie yep so so Prune arrives uh David locks the front door and explains that there's been home invasions in the neighborhood (laughs) that's why he's locking the door and my first thought whenever I was watching this is like okay yeah that's reasonable but then I rewatch it and I'm like but wait, if your house is full of people, no one's gonna yeah, break in. Yeah, unless yeah, unless you you're well armed and you know I don't. Yeah. Think that's happen, but you know it's okay. It's yeah. Nice. Uh, Will goes outside for firewood and through Eden's bedroom window he sees Eden hiding a pill bottle that he later learns contains the the compound uh, phenobarbital. Phenobarbital. Yep. Yes. It's a barbiturate. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. Possibly. We don't know yet. We don't know. We don't know. But yeah, it's it's just little things like that that really just like tone yeah, up there's, the. There's tiny little things that it could be. It could be something you know as innocent as she's addicted to barbiturates or something like that, or it could be something that what's that um, he just twists. What's his name? Ben. Will. 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 Sorry, I get confused. That will just. In his grieving brain is just twisting that it's something else is yeah, there. Right. So it could be either and, or. And you don't like, and as the viewer you don't know which it is yeah, which one. Which it is. I this is why I love this movie so much is like like I said before, it's just those little things that you see where it's like, Oh, it could be nothing mm-hmm. and then at the very end you're like, Oh shit, this all means something <laughs> And it's like 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 I said, like the decorative bars on the windows, how she had the house remodeled, stuff like that. Yes. The the pill bottles getting put back in the drawer. And it's just like little stuff and then Will's going around and like the entire movie you really see like either Will is being paranoid as shit that something bad is going to happen because of 
the trauma of losing his yeah. son, or something bad might actually be happening because of these two strangers that are being welcomed into the group. Exactly. He's, he, he senses that there's something wrong, but you can't tell because Will is also on edge because he's grieving so much. And it's that real, and I will say, I was neat about this movie, it's that twist that kind of keeps you guessing about what's going to happen. Yeah. So. All right. So, finds the pills, whatever. Uh, David and Ian tell her guess about the group that they joined, along with Prude and Sadie, called The Invitation, which helped people work through their grief. David then decides that that is a great moment in time to show them a, like, welcoming video. <laughs> That's, Which shows this poor get, old woman dying in a bed. You get like this sign. Well, before it was like, okay, it's a video. So you get a Scientology slash Jehovah's Witness slash uh, Am, Am, Amway type. You're like, oh God, they're trying to sell me something. Yeah. Yeah. And then it turns sinister very, very quickly. Yes. Whenever they're like, they're like, we, we experiment with a peaceful way of ending life. So basically like there's a lady that's like dying essentially <laughs> and she's laying in bed and she's surrounded by all these members and like the leader comes out and is like it's okay like go go on your journey do what you got to do and like one girl starts crying he goes no no don't cry laugh because it's this is a happy moment and like it pans around, it shows like all these people smiling. It's like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah, is happening? Yeah. Ignore your normal human emotions. Yeah, ignore. laugh, laugh, be happy that laugh she's in gone. the face of death. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the the group's leader's name is Doctor Joseph, just for future reference. Um, uh, after this, the guests then play a game of I want, which is a game that they played at at their cult. I mean. They're group sessions. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so, basically, uh, Gina says, oh, I, I want Coke, because, uh, what's his name, David used to be a drug addict. Yes. Drug yeah. addict uh, song producer. That's well, it's, his that's It's his Hollywood. Name. I mean, yeah. it's, it's California. It's... Yeah. So, Gina says she wants some Coke. He opens up this bottom drawer, and then he <laughs> comes out with this like kilo of coke and just throws it at her. Yeah, it's like whoa, wait, whoa, drugs. <laughs> yeah, wait, it's like wait, 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 wait. Uh, I was speaking facetiously, but okay. Yeah, thank you. And then and then Gina's and then Sadie's like, I just want to kiss all of you. And then she gives a big old schmoochie on Gina. And they all get herpes. The end. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the end. Um, and then. Eden's like, I've always wanted to kiss Ben. And Ben's like, well, I don't know about this, because Will's just kind of like sitting on the stairs like, hmm, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, Will's like, oh, wait a minute. How long has this been going on? Because you and I used to be married. And I'm not okay with that. But how long have you wanted to kiss yeah. Ben? Yeah, and then, so basically they make out in front of anybody. Yeah. And then Pruitt uh, says, I want to tell y'all a story. <laughs> Pruitt brings the, uh, brings the crowd down pretty quick. He brings like, that room yeah. down. He's like, everyone's having fun? Let me tell you about the time. Yeah, so he tells a story about how he was uh, an alcoholic and he was once married. Yes. Well, he talks about one night he came home drunk and his wife was yelling at him. And then he pushed her and she cracked her head on the counter and he ended up killing her. Mm -hmm. So then he went to jail, sobered up, and then he found the invitation. But how, 
I, I just wondered about the timeline of that. How long? I mean, I guess he had a good lawyer. I'm assuming he he was he was in it was, it was like, well, realistically speaking, it's probably like it was probably accidental manslaughter. I don't know, Pruitt. I I think he smashed her in. <laughs> just like yeah. No, dude, you didn't. You didn't. I just bumped her and she fell and she hit her head. Okay, like five times. Yeah. So, yeah. But. Yeah, and I just love this scene because like it's everyone's laughing and and you know having a good time. Like, oh, haha, Gina got coke. Haha, Sadie got to kiss people. Eden kissed Ben. Whoa, what is got happening? And then it's just silent. Yeah. And everyone, just like you, how you said, how whenever um, whenever what's his name, John Carroll Lynch is on screen, you can't help but watch him. Yeah, no. He's, and he's it's just, that yeah. scene because it's just focused on him. It's silent around him, and mm-hmm. it's just him telling this dark ass story. And he's very convincing, very and convincing. It, he but does. he's talking about like how it's plain as day. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this happened, mm-hmm. and everyone's staring. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? But literally, you just watch a video of these people watching some lady die, and they're all smiling. So this shouldn't really surprise you the fact this guy can just openly say, oh yeah, I, well y'all know I I just met y'all and I killed my wife and um. Went to jail, and, but thanks to this guy in the Mexican jungle, I feel great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, Claire immediately is like, uh, I'm a head out, y'all. Yeah. I'm uncomfy. Claire's out of five. She's like, I'm ghost. Yeah. Uh, then David tries to convince her to stay, and then Will stands up. He's like, David, let her go. Because yep. Will's going to kick some ass if he doesn't let her go. Will senses something. That's yeah. Why. But also, it's like it's also that along the lines of being a good friend. So like, like I know if like my like my friend Ryan, if he brought in a boyfriend who was like being a dick to someone else, I'd be standing up, be like, listen, no, yeah, you shut up, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Claire leaves, accompanied by Pruitt, because Pruitt's like, oh, I blocked you in. Yeah. Oh, is it your car? Oh, I'm behind you. Yeah. Let's go outside by ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and then Will watches Prude take Claire out of sight to talk to her, and David confronts Will about being too suspicious. He's which, like, man, relax, buddy. It's a, it's a good thing. It's, it's a good, it's a good cult. I mean, um, group of people we met in Mexico. No, but David is telling Will, like, listen, you need to calm down. You're really bringing down this party. I'm like, ah, but, uh, Didn't he just say kill his wife? <laughs> it's like, a, wait a minute. Uh, I, I, honestly, I honestly think the accidental child death is honestly the last thing on people's minds right now after that shit. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, but after dinner, Will Will peers through a cracked door and sees Sadie make odd faces into a mirror, uh, and she makes eye contact with him, and he goes outside. He's like, oh fuck. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, I shouldn't have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. And so he goes outside, sits by the pool, and then Sadie's like, Sadie's like. I'm gonna have sex with you, blah, 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 blah. and he's like, uh, "No, yeah, no, I'm good, no, I'm good, <laughs> so, Herbie." Yeah. So uh, then he goes back inside, and Will talks to Tommy about like how like weird it is, and Tommy's like, "Tommy's like, I mean, yeah, it's a little weird because of the cult things. I mean, the group therapy things, uh, <laughs> but it's weird. But it's gonna be more weird for you because this is the house where your son passed away." Yeah. So. Tommy is honestly one of one of the best characters in oh, this yeah. thing. Yeah. Tommy and Miguel both, because yeah, they are just solid people. They're pretty level headed. That's, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. They're like they're like yeah like it is a little weird, but also, like it's gonna be even more weird for you because because this traumatic event that happened. Exactly. 
Yeah, they're they're more understanding. They understand yeah. where, where he's coming. They're not like they're like, come on, Will, get, put yeah, your oh, happy face relax, on. Relax, Will. God, I mean, come on, go get another kid. Jeez. Uh, okay, so Will returns to the party. No, uh, Tommy returns to the party, and then Will just stays outside. And then he finally gets cell phone signal because that's a whole underlying thing with this whole thing is yeah, that there's, there's, there's no, there's no cell service or anything. Yeah. And he gets a voicemail from Toy uh, saying that he was at Eden David's doorstep and he was there before anyone else arrived. Right. But Choi was late. Yeah, but he's not there. Yeah. So where is Choi? How did he get here and he's not here? So, uh, Will obviously goes off the deep end. He goes back into the, to the dinner table, and David and Ian are basically blowing smoke over everybody's asses, and Will just calmly goes, hey, I have a question. Where the fuck is Choi? Oh, I'm that's, yeah, that's that, so yeah. That's thinking almost... that it's Eden and David doing yeah, something, which, like, is, which is reasonable. Yeah, exactly. But he's like, uh, yeah, where the fuck is Choi? Uh, I got a voicemail saying he was here, and now he's not here, so what's going on? Yeah. So then Will obviously blows up like Vesuvius and yeah. <laughs> and is accusing them of doing something to Choi and blames it on the cult yeah, stuff. He's, he's and like, oh my god. He's like, Heaven's Gate, Jonestown, all the other cults, the Manson family, all you fuckers, you're all the same. You're all the same. And then Choi walks Scientology. in. Scientology! And Choi walks in, he's like, hey, what I miss? <laughs> yeah, Choi's like, hey, what up, guys? Sorry I was late. I got stuck at work. And Will's like, I oh. And then Will's embarrassed and then... The others assume that it's over the the grief of his son again, yes, yeah. and it's causing him to you know freak out a whole lot. Right. Yeah. Which again, reasonable. Oh, exactly. Reasonable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, but while Will leaves the room, and then David goes outside and lights up a red lantern. Wait, wait. this is what me applaud if the dogs weren't on it. Yeah, you, you, they probably hear it. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so David lights a red lantern in the garden, and then Will's kind of just, like, wandering the house and looking at, like, he went into Ty's room and was just laying in there for a little bit, just trying to, like, that's one of my, another really good thing I adore about this is the grief of Will yeah. about how he's trying to come to terms with this accident that happened. Exactly. And he's, he's trying to do it in his own way, but he knows that Eden doing it in her way it's not good. No, something's wrong. Yeah, and yeah. it's and he's doing it more of a human way. I mean, I, I I can only imagine what that was what that would be like for him. I mean, it would take years to get over something like that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't care two, three, ten years. You probably would never get over it, especially having to revisit the house. I mean, that's yeah. You know, he, he's handling it to me like a normal person would. Yeah, hell, I've had friends that have had like miscarriages. Yeah, and they have been distraught for years upon years about this even though it's an infant that they hadn't met yet yeah exactly and you can only imagine it being an eight-year-old kid yeah like them having a personality future hopes dreams stuff like that and that Mm -hmm. just getting taken away from you versus eden's doing it on like oh block all your emotions fuck it let's go woo topless (laughs) let's go to mexico (laughs) woo party cancun cancun 2017 what what (laughs) <laughs> so, um, so Will's wandering around the house and he finds a laptop with a message from Dr. Joseph yes. saying, the time has come. The time has come. Hey, uh, <laughs> friends, we're going to spread more joy to the world. By causing destruction. <laughs> through pain. 
Yeah. So, um, Ian and David are up at the table. Will wanders up there. They're pouring this special wine that they learned from Mexico. Yes, it's, a, and, it's only a special. It's only a special. And they wine. give it. They give it to each of the guests, and they're like offering a toast to the journey ahead, the journey in the past, and the journey now. And then Will's like, you know, he does it calmly. By smashing glass out of people's hands. Don't drink it! Don't fucking drink it! God almighty, don't do it! Yeah. It's poison! They, they poison the water hole! Yeah, yeah he's worried about the poison. <laughs> so then Sadie attacks Will, saying that you ruined everything, you ruined everything. And then he, he pushes her back and she hits her head on the table and it knocks her out. Yes. Miguel, being a doctor, goes over to check, check on Sadie, being like, Sadie, Sadie, are you okay? And then you hear, um, what's what's her name? Kira. You hear Kira in the back go, she's not breathing. And Miguel goes, no, she's breathing. And Kira goes, not Sadie, Gina. Mm-hmm. And you turn around and you see Gina foaming at the mouth on the table. Uh-oh. So, Something's wrong Gina, with the wine. You see, whenever during the toast scene, Gina takes like a little swig. Because Gina's like the party girl. And so, but she takes a drink of the wine before everyone else yeah, does. yeah. And, but she's unresponsive. It's Cabernet Sauvignon. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Gina collapses and they take her to the floor. Miguel starts doing CPR on her. Eden and David and all of them are like, oh my God, oh my God. Everyone else in their friend group is like, oh shit, Gina. And so then David goes into a back room mumbling to himself, he comes out with a pistol. And he shoots Miguel in the chest. Yep. And shit goes down. Yeah, yeah, it's on there. So, Pruitt takes the gun from David, he shoots Choi, Sadie finally comes back to... Poor Choi. Poor Choi's like, so he gets there, right? He's got, does he have to leave or something? He has to get back to work, something happened. Then he gets stuck at work, he's got to drive all the way back to the Hollywood Hills again. He's there for five minutes and they fucking kill him. Yeah. So, but... So, uh... my luck. So then, Ben is... is, like, running with Will and Kira... And Tommy is trying to save Miguel because, you know, it's very traumatic for your partner to be shot. Exactly, yeah. And so Tommy stands up and goes at the group, and Sadie comes at him with a knife and slices him in the chest. Yes. Don't know what happens to him. Well, so uh, Will and Kira and Ben, they all run, and they hide in the house. Ben gets outside, and they kill Ben out in the backyard. Worst game of hide-and-seek ever. Thank you, Colin Bookman. Okay. All right, so, um... Will and Kira are, like, freaking out because all their friends are dying and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. And Kira's like, we gotta, we gotta fight. We gotta survive this. And so then they come out of their little side room and they see Sadie bleeding to death because she got stabbed by... That by Will and the scuffle that they had and yes. stuff like that. Yeah. And so she's bleeding out. And so he takes the fire poker that she had <laughs> as a weapon. <laughs> and uh, they kind of round a corner into the kitchen. 
Yeah. Well, then they hear David and Eden, David saying, like, this is this is the time, this is our moment, you know. What the Dr. time Joseph, has come. The time has come, as Dr. Joseph said. <laughs> the time has come. And Eden's like, no, 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 this is wrong, this is wrong. And all that grief is suddenly coming back yeah, to she's, her. Yeah, she's re- realizing, wait a minute, this isn't what I signed up for. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you noticed this whenever you watched it through, because I've watched it through a few times. But right in that, like, murder spree scene, you can see Pruitt kind of go into the back after they kill Ben out in the yard. You see Pruitt kind of go into the back, and you hear, like, a woman scream. So, was that Claire? Did he, like, bring her back into the house? He may have. I don't know. Bring her back to the house and then kill her there? It's possible. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's just something I picked up on. Uh, So then... uh, Will and Kira go back upstairs. Pruitt is hunting after him with the gun. Will is trying his best as a six foot man against a six foot giant, a six five giant. <laughs> He's trying his best. Um, so then Will and Pruitt are having a little scuffle, and then Kira grabs a uh, what was it, a wine bottle? Wine bottle. Yeah, grabs a wine bottle, hits him over the head with it. Yes. And hits him over the head with it again. And that is such a beautiful scene because it's Pruitt is sitting there bleeding from his head, obviously like not there all the way, mm. but he's just going Rah! like a- an agonizing pain scream, yeah. and then Kira's just beating the hell She's out. of She's going full Negan on his head. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and I I love it. So uh, they come out of that little room, and then Eden shoots Will, and then she turns the gun on herself in the gut. Yeah, she, she gut, gut sh- and I mean, then shoots herself. That's a long way to go. A gut shot. Usually, yeah. it's not ver- fatal, but it's painful enough to where you'll want to die. Yeah, and you're bleeding constantly. It's the same. But yeah, but she must have hit something right because she she didn't last very long. I mean, she lasted a while because you know, Will is he just got grazed in the shoulder because she's not a good shot apparently. Yeah. No, and so he tells Kira to get the gun and they hide around the stairs. And then David's coming up, talking to Will, and then Kira notices that the gun's empty. Right. And he's like, just point at him anyway, it'll freak him out. Yeah. So, they point the gun at David, and they're like, don't do this, don't do this. And then, out of nowhere, Tommy comes back, baby! Drags him back, drags David back down the stairs, and they have a little wrestling match, because David has a knife, and then David ends up stabbed in the chest. Kills him. David kills who? No, 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 no. David gets stabbed in the chest. Yeah, you said David stabbed him in the chest. Tommy stabbed Tommy David. stabbed David in the chest. There you go. We got David it. All right. We got to figure it out now. All right. I am tired. Plot twist. Yeah, plot twist. <laughs> all right. So, Love it. So then Will and Kira see all this happening, and they're like, Tommy, you good? And then they notice that Eden is still alive. So they go over to Eden, and Will's talking to her. She's like, I'm, I miss him, too. Talk about Ty. Like, I yeah. miss him. I miss oh, yeah. him. And she's like, take me out to the garden. So Will carries her out to the garden. Lays her down, and that's mm. where she dies. So, and then, but whenever she dies, they go try to go back inside and get out and go to their cars and stuff and leave. And they hear sirens and screams and helicopters happening in the Hollywood yeah. Hills. So then they turn around, and they see all the homes in the Hollywood Hills have those little red lanterns. Yeah. So it's a entire cult taking down the entire hillside. Yeah. And realize that Los Angeles is erupting in chaos as other cult members carry out similar plans. The end. Yes. Yes. Credits. 
Great. I like that end part. I do. I thought it was pretty neat how it wasn't just it wasn't just their house. It was it was a a large coordinated attack. Yes. That was pretty. That's funny. That's kind of creepy. That's kind of yeah. That, yeah. that was that was a real. That was that well. Was, they also talked about how they they had it. groups in L.A. and wasn't like San Antonio or yeah. something like that, like in Texas somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like so, basically, it's happening everywhere. That's that's the part. I, that's the part I found was really. Found. I was like, that's pretty. That's pretty neat planning on when they wrote this movie. It was pretty smart to do that. It wasn't just this these people in this party. It was everywhere. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I like that part. Yeah. My favorite part about this is that this whole entire thing takes place in one house. Like, all this chaos, this entire inner turmoil is taking place in one house. It's not like... It's not like most of your horror movies where it's like, oh, it happens... One thing happens in this building, and then they run over to this building trying to hide, and then they run into this building trying to hide. Yeah. This is one area. Mm. I just... I love that so much. So. It's pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. Not not bad. I, I, I give it a not bad. I you give it a not, a not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. You can't do your British accent was, before we talk about the British movie. It was oh no, it's coming. I I've know been, it's I'm, I'm warmed up. I'm warmed up and ready to go. Um, no, it was it was a good. I mean, the end of it. The uh, the end of it was worth it. It really was. It was. Yeah. It's a long. To me, it's a long ride. But I do like the, kind of the twists and turns of it a little bit. But it's just those people. I just they're just I don't know. Just I'm not a Hollywood person. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's the only thing I didn't like. There's about uppity. It. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah. All right. Ready for the next one? I am ready for the next one. All right. Next one we're talking about is The Ritual. Released in 2017. It is a British horror film. Don't do it. Uh, it Don't do what? I would never do anything. It is a film directed by David Bruckner. Um, written by Joe Barton. Uh, it was originally a novel released in 2011 by the same name by Adam Neville. Uh, it stars Rafe Spall, Arshar Ali, Robert James Collier, and Sam Trotton. Love Rafe Spall. Rafe Spall is awesome. Yes. It's fantastic. Everything he does is wonderful. So, um, it was first released at TIFF in September 2017, and then it was released in the UK in October 2017. And, and what's really good about this, when <clears throat> on the website Rotten Tomatoes... It has a seventy-four percent. The invitation has seventy-nine. So, oh bugger! <laughs> oh god, <laughs> we're starting that again. Okay, so uh, runtime, run runtime, run ninety-four minutes. It doesn't say what the budget was for this movie. I'm assuming not too much. No, I'd say not. It's probably location. But uh, box office, it's between one point three and one point six million. Right. So, but yeah, I it's it's really cool. Yeah, open at Toronto. I, I um, do like. The, I, I don't do. know if it had a a uh, international release, but I don't know. I, see, I, I did see this movie. I've, I've seen before, and I watched it again, and I did like it the first time I saw it, and I really liked it the second time I saw it. I yeah. just thought it was really. I just, just like the whole survivalist outside thing. It's like I didn't even and realize then, that I did two ends of the spectrum here. I did Hollywood Hills. Yeah. Now and, I'm doing and, nature. And, and then you do, and then it's like a, a little bit of mythology with it, and also a cult type thing. I mean, yeah. there's a lot, a lot of moving parts in this. That's what I like. Yeah. So. And I also like the way they compare Sweden. They're like, like they could say like. So to me now, Sweden is the Tennessee of Europe, because they're all like making fun of it about being backwoods. And all this stuff. I was like, hey, so we're like Sweden. 
You're not the Swedish chef, man. You're not that cool. You're not that cool. Alright, so let's get into the plot. The plot. Plot, plot. Plot. Lost the plot, mate. Phil Dob Hutch. Are you gonna are you gonna talk about my plot? I was just naming the names, that's all. Alright, so five friends meet at a pub and discuss plans for their group trip. Did they serve fish and chips at this pub? Boys weekend. They probably serve fish and chips. I don't know. Alright, so the five friends, we have Phil, we got Dom, we got Hutch, we got Luke, and we got Rob. Rob suggests hiking in Sweden, and the others are like, psh, nah, <laughs> like we don't... Not for me, governor! Oh god, please stop! <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Stop! Alright, I'll uh, let it go for a while. So, uh, yeah, so Rob suggests hiking in Sweden, and everyone's like, no, I want to go to the beach, man, I want to go somewhere else, blah, 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 fuck Vegas. you, fuck you! I'm go to Vegas. Yeah. So... Uh, after that, the boys are like, oh, why don't we stop, stop at this, uh, store and get some booze and head back. They're like, okay, cool, cool, sweet. So, uh, Luke and Rob, they go in, the others are sitting in the car. Yeah, no, they're standing outside. They're, no, they're, they're all standing, they're, yes. They're standing, yeah. So there's, the others are standing outside, and they're walking around the aisles and stuff like that, but they don't notice that there's a robbery in progress. Right. They don't. They don't really realize it happened. Well, because the they, guys are in the back. Yeah, they're in the back. Yeah, they they come out of the back because they're standing in the aisle looking at the the vodka. Yes. So, um, Luke, like a puss, hides, and then Rob just kind of stands for himself. No, wait, no, Luke. Okay, I'm gonna give Luke a little. I'm gonna give Luke a little pass on this thing. He was smart enough. He saw what was going on and dove out of the way and kind of hid. And Rob just stood there. I don't know. I don't know who was smarter. To be honest with you. Uh, Rob's trying to be like the big guy. He's like, dude, no, 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 no. Don't, don't be that guy. Just hide. Yeah. So, uh, the thieves come out and they start getting Rob and they're like, they're like, give me your money, give me your money, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then Luke almost intervenes. Yeah. But he doesn't. And then the thieves kill Rob for not giving them what they want. Right. Sad day. Very sad day. Yeah. Trauma. Yeah. And Luke gets to watch the whole thing happen. Yeah, Luke's just sitting there watching it. Yes. And there's nothing he can do about it. Nope. I mean, it's too late now. By the time he, you know, it's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he should act. At some point, I, w I would say he should have acted to the point where when his friend got hit the first time, it should have been on from that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's where it should have been. But... I say, grab a bottle. He start didn't. Start busting some bitches. He had a bottle. He had a bottle of vodka in his That's what I'm saying. Start busting some bitches. He had some spin off. Oh, God. Every time I hear Smirnoff now, I think of Stranger Things. Yeah. Because <laughs> Hopper calls Alexi Smirnoff. Smirnoff, yeah. <laughs> hey, Smirnoff! <laughs> His name's Alexi! No. No, it's Smirnoff. Smirnoff. So, six months later, the boys are like, okay, let's go on this hiking trip in honor of in honor of Rob. Yeah. Uh, they go on their hiking trip in Kungsleden, along the Kungsleden, in northern Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> Sweden. 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 Uh, so they're walking through, and a day later, Dom... Does he just... Dom is just one of those he guys. Just, does he just Dom injure himself, that, or does he break it? Dom is that friend. He, he So he hurts his knee. He, yeah. he said it was his MCL, I think is what he said it was. Yeah. But Dom, you just look at Dom and see he's one of those guys that no matter where you go, he's going to get hurt. He just has that look about him, where it's just so like, me. yeah, he's like you, yes, basically <laughs> like you. It's like, oh no, it's this is gonna be, this is gonna go bad, and we're gonna have to listen to him whine the entire way. Yeah, that kind of reminds me about a couple of weeks ago, whenever I went to a party, 
and it was whenever your neck was really flared up and mom had a cracked rib. Yes. And you're like, please, just don't get hurt. Yeah, I was waiting. Yeah, I was waiting, <laughs> I was waiting for the third one. Waiting for the, tri the trifecta of pain in this house. Would be hey, great. Hey, Dad, are you mad at me? Why? You, I dislocated my shoulder. Fuck. Just put, pick up, pull up a bed. Come here with the rest of us. <laughs> so. Yeah, here's uh, his knee. So Dom hurts his knee. And Hutch suggests that they cut through the forest rather than using the longer marked trail. Which, I mean. Yeah, it sounds like a great idea. Which, I mean, if, actually, the idea was good. The yeah, idea, the idea was 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 a that good way they idea. Could, they could kill two birds with one stone. They could get Dom back yes. faster, and they could still do their memory walk. It was a great idea until. Yeah. So, uh, they enter the forest, and the group come across a gutted elk hanging in a tree, like twenty feet up in a tree. Not yeah. like not like it's been like like you hang a deer like the the, the dried yeah. out. No, it was like in the branches up in a tree, and it's fresh. At that point, you go, hey, you know what? Uh, let's go back to the drill. Yeah. You just leave. Yeah. So, uh, there's that, as well as some mysterious symbols carved into the tree. Yes. Uh, night falls, and a rainstorm forces, forces them to set up camp. Yep. Uh, they are wandering around. They're trying to find places, because they didn't want to set up their tents for some reason. And they find an abandoned cabin, which they break into for the night. Inside, they find uh, necklaces and a bunch of like symbols with this. The ca same. This cabin is straight out of the Evil Dead, Evil the Dead. original <laughs> Evil Dead, yes. the, the cabin in Morristown where they shot yes. the Morristown, Tennessee. That is straight out of that. I was like, straight up. Uh, I literally out of walked in, but like, nope. Turn around and walk right back out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then they also have a. Um, what was it? It was it was the thing where it was like a decapitated torso. Yeah, it was like made, made of, of made of sticks. branches. Yeah, it was made of branches. It was like a strange like. And it had antlers for hands. That's yes. all I remember. Is that yes. It had antlers for hands. Yeah. Uh, during the night, Luke has a nightmare about the robbery, which again trauma justified. Exactly. And the next morning, the group wake to find Luke's chest bleeding from puncture wounds and naked Phil praying to this uh, this statue the, the, thing. The, the, the wooden mannequin. Was, he was butt naked. He's like, oh, I'm making that. Oh, stick mannequin, please. Uh, stick save man, me. help me. Stick man, save me. Not the bees. Not the bees. Not no. the bees. <laughs> I'm sorry, is this Wicker Man wicker now? Man. It, was a wicker. it was a Wicker Man. It was a Wicker hey, Man. It was a Wicker Man. Yes. Uh, yeah, so they're, all of them had nightmares. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, I did that wrong, I was in. Those plays made to do, I want to see your things and the, the stuff and the things and the wicker man, wicker man. Okay, that's it. Not the bees! Not right. the bees, no, so, governor. So, but they all had nightmares, that's the end of the story. They, yeah, they all had pretty nightmares. much, yeah. Uh, they are trying now to, what they should have done when they saw the elk, leave the woods! Yep, we're out. They're trying to leave the woods. Um, they're trying to find their location, and Luke spots a large figure amongst the trees, and Dom's like, Psh, you don't see nothing. Yeah, he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw something. Yeah, nah, ain't nothing. You're all right. Come on, let's go. Uh, in the ensuing argument, uh, Dom calls Luke a coward for letting Rob die. And that was kind of a, when he did that, it was sort of like, and he looked at the other guys when he said that. So, apparently... These other guys have had this conversation about him being a coward. Yeah. The way they were kind of, he was kind of like, you know. It was like, and all the other guys were like, oh, fuck, I just, what's, what's that over there? Oh, look at that tree. A tree's nice up there. Yeah. It's like, 
Do to do to do. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. Yeah, that's a nice tree tree for me. Yeah, it's one of those. It was like, oh, this is an awkward. Up. This is an awkward moment. Yeah. So um, later that night, Luke has another robbery, er, another nightmare about the robbery, and is awakened by Phil's screams. Yep. Because they're all having nightmares again, which is normal in the woods. No, no, not having the same nightmare over and over. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Um, so he, Luke comes out of his tent and he sees that Hutch's tent is empty and, like, destroyed. Yeah, like something, like, something, like, tore it apart almost. Yeah, like, like, if you, um, look up, like, bear attack things of, like, people that are, like, like. camping in the woods and, like, a bear comes in and gets in their tent and stuff like that, that's what it looks like. Yeah. But it's not a bear. No, ain't no dang bear. Ain't no damn bear. Uh, so... They, the other guys are, they go deeper in the woods instead of trying to go out and find help. Well, it's like, it's like they just go rushing in. It's like, okay, you don't know where you're going. You're going to end up walking in circles and getting even lost. And I think um, Dom even makes that comment, or one of them. Yeah. About that, like, hey, you know, we need to stop because we're going to, like, just keep turning in circles. Yeah. And so, but they go deeper in the woods and they're trying to find, uh, they're trying to find Hutch. And then they realize that they're lost and unable to locate their campsite. Wow, look at that. Uh Did they not think to, like, have markers? Because they had the... I thought about that, too. I thought about, why did they, like, tie something on... I mean, you literally can mark your way into somewhere and find it out. Yeah. That's what I was saying, because every time we go out in the woods, we always bring tape or something. These guys are, like, from London. I mean, they're they're not, like, experienced woodsmen. Let's put it that way. Like you and I. Well, it's like, we're not even... Who we, caught more fish on Sunday? Well, That's right, me. We, we, uh, why are you rubbing your bicep? Your bicep had nothing to do with the fish. <laughs> anyway, I let you catch the fish. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Did we make fish and chips from oh them? Oh, my God, God. stop! Um, uh, 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 you may forget what I was saying. God almighty. Okay. Talk about fish. All right, let's go. go just keep yes. going. Yes. So, uh, they continue their search without their supplies, and they find... Hutch, much like the elk, uh, gutted and about 20 feet up in the trees. <laughs> yes. And they give him basically an uh, impromptu burial. Yeah, so they climb up in the tree and they get him down. <laughs> and How about bury- take his body and get out? <laughs> exactly. Or just leave it and run. I mean, it's, you can't do any good with him now. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, you, the, you're definitely hearing the dogs on this podcast. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. it's fine. Uh... So, uh, Phil, like, around that sunset, uh, Phil is dragged away by an unseen creature, and Luke and Dom then decide, time to get the fuck out of these woods. Yeah, no, they literally <laughs> just pick it, zoop, they're like, we gotta go, zoop! So, <laughs> the dogs. Alright, uh, and then the creature, um, this big creature thing, we still don't know what it is. I will say, once we finally see it, it is so badass it is, looking. It's cool looking. It's crazy looking. I love looking. it. it is, I love really it cool. so much. Yes. Uh, yeah, so the creature is chasing them, and then the two find this torch line path leading to a settlement. Yep. Oh, we're safe. Yep. We're safe. And then yes. they, they get into one of the cabins, and they're immediately knocked out. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, maybe they're Breaking just, in or Yeah, they were just upset breaking in or Hey, listen. I, for one, am for protecting your home. Yeah. So, you, you knock people out when they come in your house. Yeah. Or you just, if they don't look you, threatening, you're like, hey, you, what's going and on? And then you tie them up and put them in your basement? Yeah. Sure, so, why not? Okay. But on. yeah, so they're tied up in the basement, 
and a woman comes in and inspects Luke's Luke's, Luke's wounds on his chest. Yeah, he's got like the is it like yeah. five? Yeah, and it it shows a. It, she says that it bears similar to a specific marking. Yes. Uh, on her way out, she orders two men to take Dom upstairs because he don't have that swag of that marking. <laughs> no, yeah, he don't. He don't have the, the cut up chest. Yeah. Uh, so a younger woman enters and explains that pre- preparations are being made for a sacrifice. Yes. And then a little bit later, Dom is returned to the basement, missing a little bit of blood and some teeth. Yeah, he's, he's basically uh, he's been worked over pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he tells Luke that he's being sacrificed to the creature. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't have the mark. It's kind of odd. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of Hey, by the way, I'm going to be uh, sac- sacrificed to this uh, this creature um, that we probably don't believe in. Yeah. But uh, it's going to happen. So, um, desperate to escape, Luke breaks his thumb and frees himself from his restraints as Dawn is tied up outside by the townsfolk. Yes. Amidst the ritual... Hey, hey. Uh, <gasps> Dom has a vision they of his wife... They said the thing. They said the thing. It's the title of the movie. It's the th- Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Dom has a vision of his wife emerging from the forest only to realize that it is the creature and it picks him up and impales him on a nearby tree. <laughs> yeah, it's like, honey, it's uh, so so. I, this creature, I guess, can play mind tricks with people. Well, I'll explain why. Okay. Uh, let, let me let me explain. Oh, that's right. You've you've done all the lore. Yeah, right, so. I I know the lore yes. of it. So uh, the young woman returns to Luke, and Luke is obviously like, uh, the fuck was that? Yeah, like, uh, my friend's dead. He's up in a tree, and some big shit came out and got him. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah. And uh, the woman explains that it is a Jotun. Jotun, hurdy birdy. <laughs> it's a Jotun named Modere. Uh, it is a godlike entity that is an offspring of Loki that <gasps> the cult provides sacrifices to in return for immortality. He's Loki's baby? He's Loki's oh, baby. Loki baby. Oh, Which I have two I questions. Well, I have two questions. Uh, first of all. Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston has my heart, man. Such a lovely, lovely British man. I love Tom Hiddleston. Such a lovely British man. But I have two things about it. So one, okay, that's one. probably why the 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 Jotun, Modere, can, uh, Mo, That's why Modere probably can like sh- kind of shape shift a little bit because I mean he is Loki's kid. Yeah. And two, they're in Sweden. Why are they doing Norse mythology? Oh, close enough, I guess. I'm just saying, there has to be some like Swedish Swedish mythology. I don't, I don't know. That there's ever been a, a Swedish mythology. No, I'm not saying like a Swedish mythology, but I'm saying like a Swedish god system. I guess you'd call it where like there's one similar to Loki in that. Well, sense. they're all like, like a in, in Sweden. They're all Pisces. You never heard of Swedish fish? Oh, there's a high five. Hey, all right. That's a good one. Good. Yeah. I, I'm going to do more British here in a minute. But yeah, because I, 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 I don't know what, like, ancient Sweden um, mythology was like. I don't know if they just went along with Norse and just did it that way. But possibly. I mean, it's that same, that same region, so yeah. probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Luke has been chosen as either to worship Modair or be sacrificed. <laughs> you either bow before... The demon god, or he's gonna hang you in a tree. Yeah. So, 
girl leaves. Uh, Luke finally is like, uh, fuck this, and breaks himself out. Yes. And he goes upstairs, and he's armed with a torch, and he finds a congregation of mummified worshippers that all begin to move, and he sets them alight, and he burns the cabin. Yes. Yes. So these are the people that, I guess, they were granted immortality from. Yeah. From this. Which I mean. From the creature, but. But the thing with immortality is that okay, you live forever. Yeah, you're not gonna die. So I'm not gonna just keep decomposing into, into a nothingness. Yeah, nothing. It's like, come on now. Hey, I don't know if I want to do that or not. Now I would like to be like a vampire where I just don't <clears> age. <throat> yeah, I like the sunlight too much. Though. I mean, I could I could cope. What'd you do? Sunscreen. Sunscreen, hats, <laughs> big jackets. I already dress like head to toe anyway, it's like, like I'm yeah. a vampire. <clears throat> Go with the whole Cassidy walk around the. Uh, Umbrella? Yeah. Oh, my God, That'd be yeah. good. That'd be all right. You can handle that. Yeah, so... Uh, so, he burns the cabin, and this attracts Modere, because he's like, uh, you're messing with my babies. He's like, uh, what are we doing here? Yeah, so uh, Luke finds a hunting rifle and heads downstairs and kills a follower before taking another man's axe. Yeah. Now, he has a gun and an axe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're pretty- going to take on the deer thing? <laughs> Well, the, the gun doesn't go out the first time. I think he pulls her a click, nothing, and then he, like, jams it, and boom! It goes up and kills the guy. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, uh, Modere kills the young woman while Luke shoots at her and escapes. Yes. Modere then pursues him, crippling his mind with hallucinations of Rob's death before catching and forcing him to his knees. Luke refuses to submit and strikes... Her, I didn't know Modere was a her. I had no idea either, but but that, that was a cool thing. He like so. All right, so Modere pushes him to the ground mm-hmm. and stands up under the moon and does whatever the praying thing or whatever. But he refuses to stay down. That was really cool because yeah. that was because it's it's sort of like that. It's that it, it comes full circle where you had this guy who was afraid to act to save his friend. He is now no longer going to be. He's never, down. Yeah, he's no longer going to be down to anybody, even yeah. this big monster. He's like, no, I'm done with this. Yeah. So, uh, but <clears throat> Luke then hits Modere with an axe, and he emerges into an open field. Yes. Because after the hallucination thing, he just wakes up. He's like, oh, here I am. Hello. And he's unable to leave the forest. Modere roars in anger. Mm-hmm. While Luke shouts back, that is such triumph. a cool scene. He's like, Aah! they're yelling at each other. It was yeah. so awesome. Now, I was like, it's so badass. We didn't, we didn't cover this, but Modere is basically like this big tree elk thing. Yeah, like it's just like this big. I don't know how to explain Modere. He has baby hands coming out of his face. Yeah, he has hands coming out of his face. His his head looks like a deer skull. Yeah. And then his body's made up of, like, tree limbs. Yeah. I just think he... It's just... It's so badass. Well, yeah, she is so badass. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, but Luke's yelling at Modere. Modere's yelling at Luke. And then he Luke starts heading towards a paved road. Yep. Credits! Yes. I like that movie. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. I really do. It's... it's And it's not just because of... Um, um, what's his face? Rafe... Spall, 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 spall. Rafe, Rafe, spall. Spall, spall. Rafe, 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 spall. Rafe, spall. Does that how they pronounce it? No one like him because of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, he's in Shaun of the Dead. Plays Nolan Shaun of the Dead. No, he was also in uh, Life of Pi. He was in Life of Pi, right? Yeah. So, see, I know, I know about Rafe Spall. Rafe Spall. Spall. 
Spall. Spall. It's not spall. It's okay, spall. spall. I think it's spall. Spall. Rafe Spall. Oh he wants God. a spot of tea. Rafe Spall. Anything else to say about the movie? No, that's all I got for that movie. It's really good. I enjoyed it. I, I like the... Uh, <clears throat> I like how it goes somewhere where you, you don't expect it to go into this whole mythology thing. And then you meet this cult, which is in the woods, which you kind of could have seen coming a little bit, but you, I don't think you would have seen that they're there basically to serve this monster just so they can have immortality and live in the woods in squalor. It doesn't make much sense to me, but I'm sure, you know, they're not, they're like, they're like East Tennessee Hillbillies. They're not very bright. Yeah. They got their jugs. Yep. Yeah, they, they have a jug band. <laughs> All the cousins are married. It's it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So, but no, that's it, man. I like that movie. Liked it a lot. All right. so enjoy it. Awesome. All right, Matt. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm are ready. you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye. I, 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 Captain. I can't hear you. I, I, Captain. Oh. I've got the lovely kabachi <laughs> coconuts, diddly Okay, All right. so it is time for judgment. Let's go! Yep. obviously can't see us we were doing the <laughs> countdown for time for judgment and we were counting backwards he was counting from one to five i was counting from five, five to, to one. one yeah we still made it here though yeah that's yeah. It's all that matters all right. it's not it's not how you get there it's the fact that you got there it's all it is so all yeah. right come on hit me all man right. so we got six questions six questions six questions baby are they multiple choice huh are they true or false the no. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. So, question one: Which situation is scarier, being trapped in a house with some cult members, or being trapped in the woods with some cult members? <laughs> For me personally, it would be the first one: being trapped the in house? a house with cult members. Because first of all, those people, like I said, they're they're Hollywood people, so they're not my people. Um. They were a little more uh, determined to wipe everyone out versus the people in the woods that were, they were just living their life based on probably what they've done for generation after generation after generation. It's kind of like that whole, the difference between a, like a tribe in Africa that's never dealt with, you know, normal society versus like the Jonestown people who knew better but still you know yeah we're crazy anyway yeah so that's that that would be that would be why i would i would prefer to be out in the woods with yeah you know. all right so question two yes would you rather be chased by a deer god in the middle of the woods or spend one evening with sadie sans murdering so no, <laughs> no murder 
Just one <laughs> night with her. Oh, God. One night with Sadie or being chased. Being chased by a deer god. And you're a hunter, so that might be scary to you. Can you imagine if you were being hunted by the deer? No, I think I'd, I think I would. That kind of intrigues me a little bit. I want to be out there and, and see if I could survive. So you picked the deer god. I think I'd do the deer god. And say, because Sadie definitely has some kind of STD. There's no <laughs> doubt. And even if we wouldn't, we wouldn't even touch, and I'd still end up getting some kind of like herpes, syphilis, Mongolian fever, blister somewhere. And uh, yeah, I, and she's just weird. Anyway. So I would definitely go with the deer god. I think I think the deer god chasing me would be kind of cool. I, I think I'd, I I want to go like full Rambo, you know, like paint the, my face with the mud and camouflage and yeah, all that stuff. Although you'd probably just find me cowering in a puddle somewhere. Go, please don't <laughs> kill me, Big Bambi. Please, Big Bambi, don't <laughs> yeah. kill me. All right. So, question three: Which is worse, losing your child in an accident or breaking your leg in the middle of the woods without knowing where to go? That Being the, lost in the woods. The worst question ever. For you. Losing your child is the worst thing. But you're in the middle of the woods possible. with a broken leg with I don't some care. dumbass people that don't know what they're I doing. I don't care. Losing your child is the worst thing ever. Why? Because it is. We're even already you, overpopulated, man. Even you. Even if I lost <laughs> you. I mean, we're, even you. We're already we're already <laughs> overpopulated, man. Yeah, we are. Yeah, true. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, no, but yeah, but that's you're, one less kid at the but, pool. But that's like, got, hey, lifeguard. Uh, uh, I just pooped over there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but you'll die with a broken leg out in the woods anyway. That's what now, I'm saying. Either it, you die with would a broken be, leg. It would be child. It would definitely be child. That would See, be. I'd say broken leg. That'd be like, horrific. Child. You don't have kids. That's why. <laughs> you don't have kids. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm not a hoe. I'm not a, a, a hoe. <laughs> and, and you hate children anyway. I don't hate children. I just don't like them. So if you have children, and you listen to this. Sydney hates you. I don't know. I just don't like kids. Uh, they're okay. And they're, right. they're always sticky. They're always they're sticky. sticky. No matter how many times you clean it, they're there's sticky. There's random goo coming out of them in places. Yeah, that, 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 that is true. Yeah, they they're ra- always sticky. Ra- random sticky stuff comes out of them without yeah. question. All right. So, out of all the cults in the world that have taken place, so like People's Temple, Manson Family, Heaven's Gate, which one would you join and why? Sydney, look in my eyes. <laughs> what do you see? I joined the cult of personnel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't join any of those. Um, let's see here. What about PETA? PETA's a cult, kind of. PETA is a cult. Scientology is a cult. Jehovah's Witnesses is a cult. To be honest with you, I all would, religion is a cult. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, most religions are cults. Um, how? I don't know that I would ever join a cult. I mean, I'll say it. It would, definitely wouldn't be Jonestown. Definitely not. Probably be the Mansons, to be honest with you. I mean, just, just to be honest, the, the Mansons. Because I, I you got be, that curb appeal of it. I wouldn't be down with the murder thing. I think what, when the first murder happened, I'd be like, all right, I'm out. But, you know, because they like lived in the desert, and they played music, and... and did drugs and did shit. Did drugs and drank. I don't know much on the drugs, but I mean, that's what it was. It was, it was you know, that was, that was their gig. And then it went a little off the wall. So right up so, till that first murder, I would be, I'd be like, yeah, I'm with the Mansons. Yeah, oh, they killed somebody. Oh, I gotta go. Yeah, like, call, call me an Uber. Oh, this is the '60s. I can't call an Uber. Hitchhike. Uh, taxi. Yeah, hitchhike. Hitchhike. Yeah, so. <laughs> All right, so Mansons. Wow. Yeah, I think Mansons. Yeah, I think Mansons. Wow, I would pick Mansons too. Just yeah. that rock and roll feel of it. 
Because <laughs> could you imagine? But he he was such a dork that Charlie Mans. Because you know the whole story about him. Because he like he like one of the Beach Boys got him like to like because he was a mu- musician. Yeah. And he got him hooked up with a producer, but he wasn't really that good. Uh, Charlie Manson wasn't that good, and so that's I mean that's that was his that was his bag. You call him Charlie? Yeah, Charlie Manson. Yeah. Are you guys on first name basis like Charlie? Sure, yeah, Char- yeah, Char- yeah, me and Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, me and Charlie. Me and Charlie and Rafe. Yeah. R.I.P. Charlie. No, 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 no. Yeah. Burn in hell, Charlie. No, no, no. R.I.P. Charlie Manson. Yeah, no. But yeah, it was that was a big thing about him. You have to you have to look that up about him and the Beach Boys. It was it's kind of a weird story. Yeah. No, I I pick Mansons too. Yeah. Like you, I wouldn't I wouldn't kill anybody. No. But I'd just be the one, like, sitting in the corner, you know, and, like, just having a good time. That's all, that's already what I do anyway. I just sit in the corner and have a good time. Could I be a firefly? Oh, I'd be a firefly. Be a firefly. Yeah, there you go. Join there, their There's no way they're all related. There's no way they're all related. No. I mean, look at Rufus. Come on. Rufus is sexy. Uh, he, sexy. He's sexy. Yeah, hot. He's like a tree. I want to climb it. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> If Rufus were a tree, what kind of tree would he be? He said he's like, I don't what? care. I don't what? care. He'd be in my backyard. I'd be climbing that some bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Climb that tree. Climb that tree. With with a with a bear rug. <laughs> oh God. All right. Uh, question five. Who is a better hero? I feel like I already know your answer to this. Who is a better hero to the story? Will or Luke? Because Luke let all of his friends die. <laughs> he didn't let them all die. He only let one die. <laughs> oh. In the beginning of the movie. And the end. He let but Dom die. He could have been like, yeah, no. He could have done that with Dom. Dom was, Dom was going to die anyway. Look at that wheel. He was, was done. He was on one or leg. What about, or what about Hutch? He was like a one-legged man in an asking contest. It was over. Um. Honestly, I think I, I would say I would gonna say Will just because I think. Wow, I thought you were gonna say Luke. I, well, you know, I'm, I'm a Ra- I, 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 I like Rafe Spool. Um, but no, I'll, I'll say yeah, I'll say Will definitely because he was he knew something was up from like the moment he walked in that door. Yeah. His his radar was like, eh, something's wrong here. Something's going on. And so he was the only one that was keyed in. Everyone else was just like, "Latina, it's, it's just a party. Let's just, let's just let's just drink." I'm sorry. Do they listen to the Venga Boys? Yes, they do. <laughs> we like we like to party. We like to party. We like to party. We like to party. <laughs> but yeah, Will definitely because he was like I said, he knew something was up. He he's like he smelled a rat from the beginning, and he was right the whole time. Nobody believed him, but he was right. Yeah, so, All right. I, I I agree. I, I like I like Will. Hey. Although I do like Luke's redemption arc of him being the coward versus him being the final boy. Yes. The the final. The, the final boy. Final boy. There's the final girl and the final boy. Oh okay. All right, that makes sense. Though. And what final. Is... Destination. Non-binaries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Final nine. Final, final. I can't even say it. Well. Yeah. All right. So question six: Which movie is this week's slash? Well, Sydney, I've given this some thought. Have you? Yeah, a little bit. Not much. A little bit. I'll give this some thought. And I'm going to say it is, for me overall, it's the ritual. Okay. Uh, just because I, I like the, the whole premise of the friends going out on the hike to to honor their friend and then them making dumb decisions by going through the forest, 
having their whiny friend break his knee and then coming across a myth- mythological creature that is killing them. And then on top of that, coming across a cult who is feeding the mythological creature. It just all, I think it all winds together yeah. very well. It's a all very right. suspenseful, very fun movie. Definitely check it out. All right. So, and your winner for this week, congratulations to director David Bruckner. Screenplay by Joe Barton. Rafe Spall. Archer, Archer Ali, if I can say your name, sorry. <laughs> Robert James Collier. Sam Trotton. Your 2017 movie, The Ritual, is this week's Slash. And where there's a winner, there must also be a loser. Take it away, Matt. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> now I've got my time to talk. Now, I regret oh, to inform you, those involved with the movie, um, that would include uh, director Karen Kusama, Logan Marshall Green, Michael Hisman, um, let's see, let's pick another one of these folk. Mike Doyle, Jay Lawson, uh, and most importantly, John Carroll Lynch, a lovely actor indeed. Not quite on the um, the realm of um, uh, Sir Alec Guinness or any one of those, you know, fine men from the United Kingdom, but he's very good as well. <laughs> But I must... Oh, God, I'm falling apart. I regret to inform you. This week, The Invitation. 2015. You are trash. I don't agree. I don't agree. I love this movie. Shut up. You're wrong. All right. So, with that, let's get some plugs. You're wrong, Governor. You're wrong. You know you're wrong. It's such a good movie. You do your plugs. Come on. I'm trying to get my plugs up. Hey, I know this is enough for, like, Two or three weeks, I think. I don't mm-hmm. know. Joe Bob's back in town this Friday. Yeah, yeah baby. Joe Bob. Hi, this is over. We're ready for it. Yep. So, follow us on our Twitter at Slasher Trash Pod. Uh, my personal Twitter is at Sid Townsend twelve twenty one. I'm at T N Godfather F O D D E R. All right, let's pick some people that we want to plug. Plug away. Uh, Mikey Slash. Slashic, if I can speak. Schlacky. Schlacky. Uh, Mikey Slashic, at Mikey Slashic. Uh, they post some pretty cool stuff. Um, let's see here. Uh, Cynthia Noel, that's Cindy N67. Noel, Noel. Noel, Noel. Um, uh, loads. Loadsome Things. I cannot speak tonight. Loadsome Things podcast. Uh, that's Loadsome Pod. Uh, John and Josh, they do horror movies, too, on another podcast. Um, I haven't listened to them yet, but I'm sure they're going to be great. I'm going to I'm gonna listen to them this week whenever I'm not working. Uh, let's see here. Halloween Queen. Uh, Noskalan Gaff. <laughs> Are you using words? Is that English? What is no, that? Scallon a- yeah. no, no, okay. Scallon a- it, where, you can, where? That, I can't say that it. That one. That one? It's... 
No skeleton. I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. Um, Halloween Queen post some cool stuff. At yeah. Horror and Haunted, they do great. Uh, listen to some of the podcasts that we listen to at Tell, at Tell Them Steve Dave. Tell Them Steve Dave. Um, trivia Warfare Trivia. Just support podcasters. They, they do such a good job. I agree with us. We we do a great job. We support WGA. I'm going to say WAG. We support WGA. WAG it again. And their strike. WAG um, the dog. Um, support your local animal shelter. It is kitten season. Our animal shelter around here just got 40 new kittens in in the last couple days, which is crazy. Um, yeah, so adopt slash foster a kitten if you can. If you can't, donate supplies. They really need it. All right, Matt. Good. Also, support our veterans. Hug a veteran. Yeah, hug a vet. Punch a Nazi. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That makes you feel better. All right, good. All right, you ready? Yeah. So this, so this coming week, I was trying to think of something. I was trying to think of a way to, um, tie these movies together. Yeah. Call it like a, so the first one was like, I was thinking about, it's like a family movie type thing. But then I was like, it's not really a family movie type thing. So I really think these movies would be a perfect PSA for being pro-choice on the abortion uh, argument. So PSA as in, like, you shouldn't be pro-choice? No, you should be pro-choice based on these movies. Okay, yeah, pro-choice. Women's rights, baby. Yeah. So my first movie... Keep your hands off women's bodies, you white man. Oh, please, don't even start. <laughs> First movie is from 1974. The year before, or the year after I was born. God, you're old. It's Alive. Oh, It's Alive. It's Alive. The one about the mutant baby? Yeah. So, yeah, did you get my point about the whole abortion yes. thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yay. Yep. Yeah. Although this could be, you know, it could be one for, you know, <laughs> you know pro, uh, pro-life or death, you know, either one. So the second one, yeah, is also kind of on that same realm. Okay, but it's kind of like about family. It's about brothers. It's about the tight bond between two brothers, and you don't get any tighter uh, than the nineteen eighty-two classic basket case. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, what are you talking about? Two tight, brothers? Two brothers tight bond? Tight bond, like, yeah. It's a fucking tight bond. Oh, my God. It's a really tight yes! bond. Yes! Yes! I love Basket Case. It's going to be a fun one. I can't wait to watch it. I these. love Basket I Case so much. I can't wait so to watch these. I'm going to start watching Belial these tonight. Belial is my favorite <laughs> character ever. These movies are are mental. Both of them are mental. They I love are it. mental, but it's great. It's Come awesome. on, Belial, though. He just screams. He's like, ah! <laughs> it's... <laughs> Some great stop stop motion in that movie too. It's yes! Be fun. Oh so. my God! Yay! All right, kid. I'm done. I'm tired. Yep. What about you? I'm also very tired. All right. Well, if you listened, we thank you so much. God bless you. Take care, Sydney. <sighs> Love ya. This has been Slasher Trash.